The Big Apple is the place to be. It is the most remarkable city, and every star that has ever existed has sacrificed with pain to get there. Carly Lloyd, Samantha Kerr, Ashlyn Harris, Tobin Heath, and Heather O'Reilly have played for the team out of the Garden State. But in the National Women's Soccer League, New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC is no dynasty. They are a team full of grit who has yet to reach the level of champions. They have been knocked down again and again and again. The bottom of women's soccer hierarchy. Losing, losing, and more losing was the tale of last season. The laughingstocks of the NWSL, some may have said. But this season, it is truly a new Gotham FC, with world-class players from around the world joining together to build a dynasty for the future. They are trying to prove that they are good enough to beat some of the best teams in the world. The only question, are they truly good enough? Welcome back to the Women's Soccer Podcast, everybody. And today, we are going to be asking ourselves that question and sharing an honest answer with the listeners. Is Gotham FC truly ready to take that next step back to where they need to be, the top of the table? Are they good enough to have the best season ever and make the playoffs for just the second time in their franchise's history? Since their rebrand in 2021, they have been on the up, as Carly Lloyd ended her career with a bang as Gotham FC qualified for their first ever playoffs, including their time as Sky Blue FC in the current league NWSL. But last season was clearly a disappointment, finishing in last place with a, a goal drought as big as the drought of rain in Brazil. But today, we are going to be talking about how Gotham FC is on their way back up, and General Manager Yale Iverbush is doing an amazing job building a team that we all know is going to be successful, and as a Gotham fan, we trust in. So first, where are the basics? Where can you watch Gotham FC? Well, they're a New York, New Jersey team who plays at Red Bull Arena in Harrison, New Jersey. You can take the path there from World Trade Center. It's a very easy commute there. Or you can also drive there. It's the same stadium as the New York Red Bulls. You might have heard of them. Their new coach is Juan Carlos Amaros, who's um, taking over the job. Last season, Scott Parkinson started out as coach before getting terminated from his contract. And Hu Menzies was the interim coach for the rest of the season. Hugh Menzies did not get called back for the season, so now we have one Carlos Amaros, who I am very excited about. He made the playoffs of Houston Dash after they lost their superstar. He's a proven coach. He's coaching with big teams, so I'm excited for him. Owners? We got all the owners you want. Angel City might have their celebrity owners, but we in New York City also have our owners, Carly Lloyd, Sue Bird, Eli Manning, Kevin Durant, along with Phil Murphy and the Murphy family, the mayors of New Jersey, all are owners of Gotham FC, along with many others. Those are just the bigger, more famous ones. So, let's go over their offseason. What did they do, right? You could be asking yourself that question, and any any sports team, that is what the question about all off-seasons. What did we do? What did we do that made our team better? How did we make our team better? And, yeah, so let's let's take a look at who Gotham gamed and who they, you know, lost. So new roster additions. Kelly O'Hara was signed through 2024 
Abby Smith was signed to 2025. Kristen Edmonds was signed to 2024. Neely Martin was signed for one year with an option for 2024. Lynn Williams, Yasmeen Ryan, both were traded. Ryan has finalized a three-year deal with the team with one an extra year option. Lynn Williams' contract terms are not um, public. Jenna Knightswanger and Eliana Hawking were also drafted in the NWSL draft. Players that are not returning, unfortunately, Nicole Baxter, Jennifer Cujo, Kumi Yokoyama, Jenna Bike, who was signed by the Red Stars, Domi Richardson, Ashlyn Harris, Estelle Johnson, Paige Monahan, Cameron Tucker. So besides Monahan, Johnson, and Harris, um, no real superstars were lost for Gotham. Um, this offseason, it was, they, they clearly got a lot better this offseason after, you know, this disappointing last year. The, for those three were starters, although Monaghan and Johnson both got replaced, I would say, fairly well, and Ashlyn Harris retired, and she's one of the best goalkeepers of all time. You can't really replace that, but they did a, they did a pretty good job. So, how does Gotham FC play? For you soccer fans, you know your formations. How does this team play? If they're going to be your favorite team, and that's what all of our previews are doing. We're hoping that whoever fans we have in each of the individual markets, that we're convincing you to be an NWSL team, a fan of this NWSL team. So for Gotham, we play a 4-3-3 defend. We are a quick team. We are an explosive team. And this season, I think we could see a lot of goals for Gotham. Last season was not ideal, but I don't think we should judge the talent on this year's roster based on last season, because last season was chaos. Allie Long was away on maternity leave, who's um, hypothetically one of our highest earners and de- one of, definitely one of our best players, so th- she was on the salary cap and we didn't get um, to play her, which was, obviously I'm very happy for her and her family, and we're excited to have her back. But Gotham clearly missed her incredible skill sets on the field as well. So I would not read too much into last year. Is this going to be a Kansas City current style, worst to first? No. There are still better teams in the NWSL on paper, such as the Thorns, the Rain, the Wave, the Current. But this team of Go- this Gotham FC team may not be the best on paper, but they are a gritty group of young women who I can guarantee you for all new NWSL fans will put on a show and Gotham FC this season I can tell you based on the new coach um they're not going to play too much of a different style but they're going to have wingers who are going to be really wide and really quintessential to the game I think that Nightswanger and Purse will play there I'll talk about that later perhaps Smith will play there but we'll go. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but I think that it's going to still stay in that four three three structure, but maybe more of a four three three attack where we have someone like a Christy Mewis and Yasmin Ryan pairing up in the middle, moving up. Okay, so players that are returning, right? This is going to be a new Gotham FC starting eleven. We're pretty aware of that, right? There's going to be a lot of changes, and I think that there's a lot of players that need to make a case of why they should still be starting. And I think, for me, these are seven or so players that I think um, needs to make a case to the coach in preseason or for the first few games as a sub, which is hard for a goalie, but for the other positions that they are still worthy of starting positions. So these players, again, are players who were very big last season as the year ended, 
the year ended. That's an important one for a few of them. But um, I don't see starting the season immediately with all the new signings coming in. I think there was like 12 or so signings, a dozen signings. So Gotham clearly bulked up this offseason. Again, credit to Yael Averbush for doing West, for doing such a great job and bringing in so much talent, multiple U.S. players. We could not have asked for a better job this offseason. Um, a few moves, like the Wynn Williams move. Wynn Williams is an amazing goal scorer, but on the other side of the trade, you let go of Michelle Cooper. So if we're going over offseason still, that's one move that I'm, is, I'm not saying we lose it, but it's a wait-and-see move because Michelle Cooper is one of the greatest prospects in women's soccer, and that's just the reality, and that's not going to change. She is one of the most dynamic players I think everyone has ever seen. She is an incredible passer. Her long-range abilities on the ball, her dribbling technique is out of this world. She's one of the most powerful shots in women's soccer we've seen since uh, Kristen Press. I think that Michelle Cooper is amazing, but we traded her after we didn't draft her with the second pick. We traded the second pick, which ended up being Michelle Cooper for Lynn Williams. Lynn Williams is a great player, and so nothing against her. I'm sure she's going to do amazing this season. But on the other side of the trade, Michelle Cooper is also a great player. So I just wanted to acknowledge that transaction and give my opinion. Honestly, I think that both teams got incredible players, and both teams win that trade, and both teams lose a really good player. So... For people that are wondering, as a Gotham fan, as I am a Gotham fan, my opinion, that's my opinion. I think this is a wait and see. If Lynn Williams puts up 10, 12 goals this season, which we know you can do, Lynn. We've seen you do it with the courage. Um, I think all Gotham fans are extremely confident that she's an incredible player and we know she'll produce. So, speaking of all the new signings, who needs to step up? In goal, I think Michelle Betos needs to step up. Um, and again, these aren't saying, I'm not saying that these players performed badly this year. It's more of that there's new players coming in in their positions and they need to fight for these spots. Abby Smith came in in the offseason. Hensley Hencuff has been performing incredibly well in Australia in the A League. So I think for Michelle Betos, she has some pressure for her spot. And I think Abby Smith, yes, was a backup last year, but so was Betos. And Abby Smith was on the Portland Thorns, who were the eventual champions. So Abby Smith was not going to leave the Portland Thorns to sit on the bench here. I can tell you that for sure. I think Abby Smith has U.S. Women's National Team experience. Not any caps, but she's been called into multiple camps. She's a more veteran dually, so she'll be experienced, just like Betos, but also isn't too old. Um, Betos is 38, so she's rising towards the ages of Harris. I don't know if she'll retire soon, but she's still got it, which is why I think she needs to keep on fighting to try and go over Smith, because right now I see Smith starting solely due to the fact I didn't. I don't think she would have left the Thorns for Gotham um, if she didn't become a starter. Amani Dorsey at the left-back position. Bruninha has been incredible. I've loved watching her. And again, um, with Brazil, I think that O'Hara and Bruninha could switch at left-back and right-back, which is why, for me, Dorsey, I thought was pretty good last season, but she now has more competition again. So this is going to be a more competitive spot fight for her to get a starting 11 spot. Um, she didn't do bad last season. Again, all these players, I'm not saying that they had bad performances. It's more about this season with new players coming in. There's more competition. At center back, Mandy Freeman, with 
Kristen Edmonds coming in and a, a Neely Martin. I think Mandy Freeman really needs to step up this season. She earned that contract extension, and we've seen how great she is of a defender in 2021. In 2022, as a whole, Gotham's defense did not do great statistically, but I am confident that Mandy Freeman is talented. We've seen how good she is before in 2021. She's one of the most impressive players on the team that year, I thought. So I think that Mandy Freeman... She can fight, but at, for me right now, Kristen Edmonds and Allie Krieger are above her at center in the center back positions. Ellie Jean is a player who came into the lineup at the end of the year after the Caprice Didasco trade at right back. Kelly O'Hara, two-time World Cup winner, is here. So sorry, Ellie, this is going to be a lot more of a fight for you now. Um, Kelly O'Hara is one of the best players on the U.S. national team. She's a starter, two-time World Cup winner. Olympic gold medalist, so Kelly O'Hara is clearly one of the best players on Gotham this season. That's why currently, when she comes back from injury, I hope that will be by opening day. I see Kelly O'Hara starting and locking down the league's best wingers. In the midfield, McCallzer Boney was the captain last season. There was a lot of controversy surrounding certain comments she made, although she has apologized for them about the Native, uh, about Native, the Amer- Native American community. Um, so. I still think she'll be captain, but I don't think she'll start with the amount of midfield talent coming in. I would be pretty surprised to see her start with Ali Long coming back from maternity leave and players like Yasmeen Ryan, Jenna Knightswanger, and Victoria Pickett coming into the team. I'm sorry, McCall. I just don't really see you starting the season uh, with the amount of talent coming in. Another player, two more players that I don't really see starting and need that need to fight back to the lineup are up top. Ifeona Omomonu had an incredible season in 2021, was so excited about her, and then it just collapsed. She's the nicest person in the world. I've met her after the games. Such a nice person. I saw her give cleats away to fans right next to us. But Lynn Williams comes in, and Lynn Williams is the third best scorer of all time in the NWSL. So Ifeona Omomonu needs to step up and bring her performances from 2021 back if she wants to stay in the starting lineup. And I think that um, that'll also help solidify her spot as a starter for the Nigeria women's national team at the World Cup this summer. Lastly, Taylor Smith is a player who Gotham FC acquired and quickly became a fan favorite with fans. But again, just due to the talent coming in, Svava Rothgundermansen came in this offseason. Midge Purse and Lynn Williams are up top. And Knightswanger came in for the draft. She can play out there at left wing. Taylor Smith is going to need to keep on working and uh, getting better if she wants to keep on staying in the starting 11 because um, of the increased competition. So before I move on to underrated players, I just want to clarify again for anyone who listens and is a fan of one of these players that I just mentioned, this is not a signification of their talent. They are all incredible players, but I am just saying that because of players that have come in and newer light, uh, and they were starters last year, but they're going to need to keep on fighting if they want to keep their starting spots. Okay, so now for underrated players. I think Svalros Gondermansen is one player that really studs out to me. When I saw, when they signed her, I didn't know too much about her. But considering she has Champions League experience, that excited me. Um, that she 
is a player who's played for the Icelandic national team at the highest levels. She played her Champions League football for SK Brann in the top flight of Norwegian football, had previously played for Bordeaux, Christine Stads, which is a, a Swedish club that Evelyn Vienne, hashtag once Gotham, plays on. Um, 42 caps for the Icelandic national team. Um, six goals last season for SK Brann. She's a player that I know will be able to convert and had such a bright start to her career. It's slowed down a little bit, but I think that her coming to Gotham, it's the right time in her career to come here. I don't think she'll start, but I think that she's one of those players that's underrated. I don't think a lot of player fans in the NWSL will know too much about her as she didn't play in the league formally. But she's clearly a player with a lot of class who has played in Champions League matches before. I've seen her score a lot of great goals, and I can't wait to see her doing that for Gotham. Victoria Pickett came to Gotham for a surprisingly high fee of $200,000 plus a first-round draft pick, which at the time was one of the highest fees in NWSL history. If you add the value of that draft pick, more than the Alex Morgan trade, yeah, that that kind of stood me back a little. Victoria Pickett is a great player who is clearly underrated and um, should be um, fighting for a spot in the starting 11. The midfield talent, though, on Gotham this season is going to be way higher, so it's going to be hard for her to stay there, considering she didn't get a lot of starting time last season, but... I do think that she has the talent to prove why she should be on the Canadian national team and why Gotham paid that much money for her. Gotham paid that much money because they know how good she is and Gotham gave up their draft pick and a lot of money for her. So as a player, she needs to keep on proving why that was a good trade for Gotham, right? And also players, this is a business, right? Their players' contracts are expiring soon. So I don't remember pickets. I'm pretty sure her contract uh, is going to expire through tw- in 2025, but again, you there's trades in the NWSL, anything can happen. So you need to remember to keep on trying to be the best player you can and never take anything for granted because we've seen in professional soccer, it's not a very good, and a lot of players have talked about this, it's not a lot of job security. Your job um, is based on your performances, and a lot of the times your performances, you can try your best, but you can't exactly control the outcome completely. It's um, Soccer is a game of sometimes one bounce go, going into under the back of the net changes the whole game. So, Victoria Pickett, all these players, you know, everyone that I talk about, their contract in their income is solely based on how they play, which is why soccer is such a cruel sport in that perspective, of there's no job security, which is a really bad thing, which is why all these players that I'm saying need to step up and that are underrated is because I think that they can really do something with this and they're all really talented. And I really hope that they continue to stay in the NWSL. Next, we have Sabrina Flores, who, you know, a lot of Gotham fans weren't sure whether she was staying. They confirmed that she is renewed. The Mexican international is a talented left back. Again, though, with Bruninha, Kelly O'Hara, Ellie Jean, and Amani Dorsey, there's a lot of competition. But she is underrated. I think that, you know, Mexico didn't make the World Cup. And if players like Bruninha and O'Hara are away, that would be a great chance for Flores to show her talent. The next two are two players who are, you know, um, non-roster invites. Sinead Farley is someone who is on the Portland Thorns team. She 
uh, left the NWSL for personal reasons. Um, we're not going to go too deep into some of the scandals of the NWSL in the past, so uh, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. But Shane Farley is a really talented player who has proven her skills in the past. We've seen if you if you're one of those NWSL fans from the beginning, you'll know how good Sinead Farley is, and you've even seen in the preseason games, if you've been following them, she's been getting the starts for Gotham, and um, there's a reason from that, right? She is proving to Juan Carlos Amaros that he is a, that she is a, a, a good player who is ready to come back at this level, and I think that she knows how her talent, and I think that it's going to be really interesting to see how she does this season, um, coming back from it. Next, we have Gotham FC's under-18 trial player, which um, I'm really interested to see how it goes. Ashlyn Puerta, the 15-year-old, was added on February 17th. Uh, so she is a really she's a player who plays for the U.S. Youth national team at the U seven sixteen level, excuse me, and um, she plays for Albine S S Soccer Club in San Diego, California, where she lives. And um, yeah, so she's she was she played in as as a substitute. We don't know if she actually came in for those matches, but we know I do know that she is a player who has a lot of potential. She plays with the youth national team, so I can definitely guarantee that she will put up a really good fight and show people why, at 15 years old, she's in the NWSL. Because no player in this league is here for no reason, right? Ashlyn Puerta, every player that I talk about on this NWSL roster is here for a reason, and because they are some of the best athletes in the world. So, Every player on this field is incredible, and that's why everyone could honestly be underrated. But those five who I just mentioned are players who I don't think a lot of fans are going to be putting in a starting lineup bucket, but I think that they could surprise a lot of fans this season and show them how their talent. So now, finally, the starting lineup, what you've all been waiting for. I've been dropping hints throughout the episode. For those who are listening, um, you'll know... you'll. Closely, you'll know a few of the players in our starting lineup. But in goal, I have Abby Smith, the Portland, the former Portland Thorns goalie, is proven. She is, uh, she is very agile. She's a great wingspan. She's very good at being aggressive on her line. She is shorter, but as a, if any, if Ashlyn Harris, one thing Ashlyn Harris taught us is height does not matter. Goalkeepers at of all heights can be incredible. Left back, I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do Bruninha or Kelly O'Hara. I think I'm gonna have Kelly O'Hara. I was debating this. Kelly O'Hara, I think, will play left back for Gotham, as I've seen Bruninha play right back. So to do the full backs, those two, Kelly O'Hara, I mean, what do I have to say about her? She is such an incredible player. The fact that Gotham FC got her really was so monumental to building this free agency period. And Bruninha is only 20 years old, and she is a very young Brazilian talent. I'm hoping for her that her performances this season will get her a spot on the roster, Pia, who's Sudenhag's roster, to the Women's World Cup this summer, um, because Bruninha is clearly a talented player. We only saw her in one game last season, as 
she came in the summer transfer window and it took some time for her visa to be finalized but when she did play against the thorns that was the game that gotham tied 3-3 against the eventual champions and considering they hadn't won in 12 games i think that was a really big result like especially against the champions where we were losing 3-1 and we came back Renina makes a difference. The center backs, I have Kristen Edmonds and Ali Krieger. Ali Krieger is also a two-time Women's World Cup champion. Such a great player. <laughs> um, don't really have to say much to convince our listeners about her. She's so composed in the ball. Last season, she was one of the main players that Gotham relied on to build out of the back with her calmness and composure. And Kristen Edmonds was amazing for the Kansas City current last year. Some could say it was her breakout season of how great she played. Um, We've always seen how good she is as she played all around the world from Russia to Iceland. I'm pretty sure she's played all everywhere. (laughs) Kristen Edmonds is a true iron woman who's played with the pride as well in the NWSL besides the current. So yeah, I have her at um, left center back with Ali Cougar at right center back. In the midfield, we're going to move on. I'm going to stick with the old formation. um, But Mind you, if you're trying to make a fixture in your head, push everyone up a few more feet than a typical 4-3-3 defend. I'm going to have Ali Long in the center defensive midfielder position. Her composure and passing accuracy was the best in the league in 2021 before she um, missed 2022 on maternity leave. She's the best passer in women's soccer right now, in my personal opinion, from a deeper midfield role. This is the reason why she's been on the U.S. in the past, and honestly... If she hadn't been on maternity leave last season, I would have wanted her to get into the U.S. Women's National Team again because we know how good she is. She's so composed, so great on the ball from the defensive midfielder position, or the six, some may call it. Uh, I think that for Ali Long as a clear starter on this team, I would be really shocked if she doesn't start immediately. Such a world-class player. Again, two-time World Cup winner. Um, moving on, Christy Muos is a player who's... Um, back on the U.S. Women's National Team after a great 2020 Challenge Cup with the Dash. She got back to the U.S. team. Uh, she's fought through so many injuries, and it's just horrible to see in the sport like soccer how there's so many ACL injuries. Christy Muis is a true warrior who's fought through all of those injuries. And the question this season for me is, can Christy Muis be the superstar we all know she can be? She was good last year. But this season, she needs to be great if Gotham FC wants to make the playoffs. That's how much they rely on her. She's such a good player. Um, Next, Yasmeen Ryan. What can I say about her? Oh, my God. Such, such a great player. I was ooing and aahing the whole championship game at how good Yasmeen Ryan's passing abilities were. And I was saying, that is what Gotham FC needs. And they got her. I was so happy when this trade was made to see um, such a talented player like Yasmeen Ryan coming into the league. It's so incredible and just doing amazing for the Thorns. And she deserves to be a starter. Gotham, please start Yasmeen Ryan. Such a great player. I was, Smith was really impressive as well, don't get me wrong, but in that championship game. But Ryan created all of it from her passing. Um, up top, I'm going to have Nightswanger at left wing. I've been watching Jenna Nightswanger's highlight reels to try and get a good idea of her skill sets and like what her strengths and weaknesses are. And one thing that really impresses me about her is she has a lot of 
she for fans that don't really know much about her, she's similar to Christy Muez. She's another one of those lefties who is a great passer. Although I think, um, like Christy, she's better higher up the field. Why have her left wing? Naturally, she can serve the ball in with her left foot. I think that that's something that Gotham struggled with last season, crosses from the wing, and I think that with her on the wing and Lynn Williams at striker to receive them, it'll be a good pairing, you know. She won the, she was a nominee for the Mac Herman Player of the Year Award that's, like, the best player in college. She was a nominee, lost to Michelle Cooper, but still, to be a nominee to the top three college soccer player, women's college soccer player in the country is incredible. Next, I already mentioned her at soccer, at striker, <laughs> um... Lynn Williams, so not even a debate how good Lynn Williams is. If she's back to full fitness, which it looks like she is with the U.S., she's going to tear up the NWSL of Gotham. Such a clinical finisher, so lethal in front of goal. For fans who don't know too much about other NWSL teams and maybe are more of a Gotham fan and you haven't really seen Lynn Williams play, well, you're, you're going you're gonna to get to see her play this season. You're going to get to see... Her score, a lot of goals, live at Red Bull Arena. Um, such, such, such a good finisher. Exactly what Gotham needed. Um, lastly, Midge Purse, right wing. She's a player that's borderline U.S. right now for Vlaco. She's been in and out, in and out, in and out. Um, I think it really depends on players coming back from injury. And if those players, such as Press, Heath, Macaria, would take one of her spots, I think... Probably based on tendencies in the past, yes. But they need to be fully fit. And mid-purse, if she does well this end of the season, she's good enough to be on the roster. I think her pace is so explosive. She's an electric player. Whenever she gets on the ball, defenders are slipping and sliding like they're on rollerblades. They are going crazy defenders um, because her speed and her ability to go one way and then switch to the other, her explosiveness off the dribble is something that you would see with a point guard in basketball. Uh, she's so incredibly crafty on the ball. She's a player when she gets the ball, you know good things are going to happen. So that's my Gotham preview. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Apple Podcasts by clipping the fr- the free dots in the top right-hand corner. And follow us on Instagram. We're, ch- we're four followers away from 100 on Instagram, so we-, we really would like to hit that in honor of Women's History Month. And every day, we're honoring our favorite women's soccer players um we can't fit all of them in but we're honoring women's soccer players for women's history month and we encourage you to go over there on instagram and tag some of your favorite women's soccer players or journalists or podcasts other podcasts in the comments down below there so that's just your daily reminder to follow us there if you want to see more behind the scenes content and i thank you for listening to this episode peace out from your host l d g